Hello everyone, this is your host Jamie Buckley, and this is Life of Fiction Episode 10. And I need to apologize, this is going out a day late. Gosh, I had everything ready to do the podcast and get it done, and I know it seems like every once in a while I'm giving you an excuse, but I'm trying to be responsible when I have a schedule to release things to you, and yesterday I just didn't publish it because we were dealing with my youngest child, four-year-old, with, turns out, she has whooping cough. So when your baby out of 13 children, looks at you, is talking with you, and then starts coughing and turns purple, you get a little paranoid. So I totally forgot about the podcast. I was just thinking about my child. So look at this as I'm just trying to be a good dad. Today, you might hear some background um, fun <laughs> because I, uh, I I tried doing this podcast already, and I had to get up from my chair and go out into the rest of the house and not chastise my daughters, but say, for real, I told you I was just going in here to do a podcast because one of my married daughters has come to visit to, um, to spend time with her little sisters. And when they get together, this particular combination, um, there's always singing. Now, that's never a bad thing because they're really good at singing. Um, but when they're doing, doing their imitation of some Broadway solo, it's going to get picked up, and you're going to hear it through the walls with these microphones. Anyway, I'm happy today. I don't know. I Today is the, I believe it's the third Saturday of the month, and it's my favorite weekend of every month. And the reason why is I get to spend time with my online family, my close friends of, let's see, we've been good friends since probably about May of 2019, in the World Anvil community, and it's a small group called the Inner Sanctum. And we we happen to, how can I put this? We're not founding members or anything like that. We have been around since pretty close to the beginning, some of us from the beginning of World Anvil. Um, I was just invited into the circle by all the wonderful people that I met in that community that were helping me. But we we missed each other. Today, this particular day, we missed each other so much that normally we have something called Inner Sanctum Coffee where we meet with the owners of the company and we visit for an hour. And because World Anvil has been growing so quickly and so large, responsibilities have pulled Janet Dimitri away. And to our, what's the right word? Should I use the word chagrin? I don't think that's the right word. We're not depressed. Uh, we just miss them. <laughs> you know, we miss our friends and we miss the time that we get to spend with Jenna Dimitri and the time we get to spend with one another. So a couple friends and I decided, well, we're just going to open up things in Discord and we're just going to, you know, say, hey, we're having coffee this morning. Lo and behold, it was a popular place to stop. And even better, because I know they're going to hear this eventually. Even better, some of our, all of our dear friends that we haven't seen in a while thought that they had either fallen off the planet or decided not to be 
I don't know, not to be part of this group anymore, showed up. And they're still here. They're still as wonderful and fabulous as ever. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> Sable and Davina. Um, and it was just a fantastic time. Normally, it's just one hour a month that we hang out together for um, IS Coffee. And this morning, I think we, we pushed four hours, and we were laughing, telling stories, um, and really talking about aspects of fiction. And that's where I would like to really take this this morning. A lot of stories were shared. And one of the things that we talked about, and I got a little not heated, I was very passionate about this subject this morning, is what I want to bring up in this podcast. And that happens to be a rising concern in me with people pushing their ideology and agendas when it comes to stories being made of what a writer will will write. And the best example that I can give is over the last, oh, probably last three years, um, we're in we're in 2023. So yeah, it started happening about 2020, and I think it was during the lockdown. Or I can't I can't completely remember where, but or at what time I mean. But I had more and more people approaching me, criticizing and critiquing my world, and I mean the wanted hero world with Wendell and Chuck and Dax. And the thing is, is that world's been established for nearly 30 years. I started publishing comic books with these stories in 2004. I went online publicly and selling everything in downloadable PDFs for, for 97 cents each in 2005. So I've been doing this. Now it's 2020. I've been doing this for just a little while. And I've had an established you know, world. I've been building on that all this time. And I had people showing up and telling me that I need to to include certain things or change certain things in my world. Why? Well, their reasoning was is because certain names or phrases are triggers or they're upsetting to other people. And I needed to get rid of those because that was just inappropriate. Well, I had other people saying, well, you need to think more about, you know, the LBGT, you know, group, or you need to have this particular race, or you need to have that particular race, or you need to have this particular class of individual, these under, what was the phrase that was used? These underrepresented categories of people in society in your book. And I remember after having this experience, one was uh, got really heated um, and someone from the inner sanctum actually came and defended me in that example. But I, I kind of took a step back and I had to think to myself after I went through all these suggestions and all these, uh, what do we say, call them warnings, I sat down And I pondered, and I came to this conclusion. I came to the thought of, what the hell is going on with people? And what business is it of yours? I don't give a flip 
what you think or what you feel or want in a story. Do you know why? It's not your damn story. It's a very simple thing. Don't go around pushing people and saying, you have to include this, you have to include that, or telling people they have to take things out. Here's a better route. Don't read the damn book. If you don't like it, you don't want it, turn away and walk away. Why do we need to do anything other than that? Because here's the problem that I have. There are very specific themes that I have throughout my world. Anyone who has anything to do with me, you you have to understand. Well, I guess you don't have to understand, but it would be wise for you to understand that I am telling stories to my kids and my grandkids first and foremost. I'm a parent and I love children. Not only that, I respect you being a parent and your children. So I try to be very specific and careful as to what I end up putting in my stories. Some people even disagree with that. But here's the thing. What I put in my stories and why I put them in my stories should be irrelevant to you. It really should. Because they're my stories. I'm telling them. If I'm telling a story... I shouldn't have to be limited, and I'm not, by the way. I I reserve that right. I'm going to write whatever I flip and well please. I'm going to put whatever kind of characters in there that I want. Amazon has just massacred so many stories, butchered the hell out of stuff, and ruined things. Disney, Disney is, is Armageddon. It, the the storytelling world has been crapped on by Disney for crying out loud. I mean, there's the perfect example of trying to, I don't know, cater to everybody. I have no desire to cater to everyone. I have a specific way that I want my world to be. If you listen to the podcast with my son, Evan, when we talked about the Wheel of Time, you know, you're talking about towns and things in that story that they are predominantly of a particular race. You know, if you look at The Witcher, the Netflix series, from what I understand, I just finally bought the first book and I'm starting to read it myself. You know, almost all of those characters in that area, they're all predominantly white. And yet now they're trying to cater to all the social justice warriors. It's such crap. It's just, if you're one of these people that pushes and pushes and pushes because you just don't like something and think that it needs to be changed. When it comes to a story, I'm not talking about if if someone is bullying you or anything like that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a situation where it's just about a story. And I know stories have influence. Of course they do. Stories have ideas. Of course they do. But the thing is, is go write your own damn story. Do your own thing. I guess you can criticize, but I'm taking this from a specific point of view, and that is, I'm a writer. I'm writing my own story. I didn't ask your permission to write the story, and I don't give a damn if you read it or not. Shut up and leave me alone. Don't buy the book. Heck, you can even tell people, don't read the book. Okay, that's fine. But I'm not the type of person that's going to listen 
And I'm not going to be the type of person that complies to someone who is trying to influence me or control how I'm going to be telling a story. It's just not going to happen. So stop it. That's kind of what we were talking about this morning in Inner Sanctum. And I have people that I I hold dear. They are very dear to me. They're wonderful, wonderful friends. And there are a lot of aspects of life that we don't see eye to eye on. But as I joked this morning, the reasons why reason why we are still friends is because we're adults. We can have differing opinions, and that is okay. So maybe this is a podcast to people out there that think differently than other people that get offended. Grow the flip up. Just, you know, I get if you're hurt or whatever, I can tell you stories that would curl the hair on your body of things that I've endured personally in my life. And guess what? I've moved on. At what point in the events that we have in our life do we say, okay, that was horrid, but I can't live my life, the rest of my life that way. How do I pick myself up and move on and live the best life that I possibly can? I'm striving to make the lives of all those around me as best as I possibly can. And one of those ways that I want to do it happens to be through stories. So I'm going to write some very diverse things at times, and other times I'm not. I'm looking at the difference in character. I'm looking at the difference in perspectives in a particular situation. So I just wanted to bring that up for this episode of Life of Fiction because, you know, I would like more and more stories to be told. I don't care how you tell them. I would like to see what creative ways you can get my attention, keep my attention, and just enrapture my brain and my imagination. I would love to see different ways of that happening in a story, whether you do it in print, whether you do it digitally, whether you do it as an audiobook. But I'd like to see more stories, not less. And I'd like to challenge what seems to be the growing norm in society. Write something that's going to ruffle some feathers. Write something that's going to challenge people's belief systems or challenge the status quo. I would love that. I would recommend something like that if it had content that I could believe in and back. I might not believe it and back in it, but somebody will. That's the neat thing that I also brought up this morning in our coffee, and that is back in 2005, when I was still uh, creating and selling Wanted Hero comic books, and like I said, these were just PDFs or downloadable PDFs for 97 cents a piece. I had no idea if this was going to work, no clue whatsoever. And yet I remember the very first person that bought a comic book from me that I did not know. I remember her name. I remember the conversations we had and the friendship we built because of it. A 55-year-old woman who had never bought a comic and never read a comic book in her life was just going over the internet and looking for things, just experiencing what the internet was. And she found my website and she decided to 
buy the comic book, the first issue of Wanted Hero, and I'll put the cover down there in the notes, the show notes. And I remember she ended up reaching out and saying, I have never read a comic book in my life. And this was such a wonderful experience. And she directly influenced or had a part in probably 10,000 comics being sold or more. And that's powerful. That is so powerful. When I asked her why, she said, because I liked the creativity, I liked the perspectives, and I liked the story. And I realized something at that point. And if you are a creative, I want you to listen to this. You might, you just might, be someone very similar to myself or just like me in that you want to create something and provide entertainment. And you're not quite sure if anyone's going to like it. Well, here's what you do. Do the very best you possibly can. Craft the best story and experience you possibly can. And then use the available tools that are now common, were uncommon when I started. But you have so many tools available to you right now and ways to sell things that cost you nothing and put it out there. Because here's the thing that I realized with this first customer is that if I could sell one comic, would it be possible that I could sell two or 10 or a thousand? And the answer is yes. It's very likely that someone out there is going to love what you do. And if one person loves it, why not a thousand? Why not a million? There's enough people out there. You just have to be seen. And that in today's world with all the Google BS and Amazon crap and in your Facebook garbage and Insta lies, word of mouth is still going to win out. It's always been the best. It will continue to be the best. And it jumps over all the gatekeepers. If people talk about you and someone recommends you specifically, someone can still get on their phone or get on their desktop and type in the address and go straight to you and bypass all the BS. So that's my encouragement to you this morning. I'm sorry again that I was late on this podcast, but here you go. I'm excited. I'm excited to what the future holds. I'm excited to spend more time with my wonderful friends. And I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that we're going to work together and bring some more entertainment to you on Life of Fiction. I'm going to be able to actually give you some pretty interesting worlds to visit and all of them belong to my friends. And I, I look forward to that opportunity. So you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am going to encourage you in every podcast, please consider coming to lifeoffiction.com. It is where I write and do uh, early release chapters of my books. And it's where you can find me and interact with me, everything having to do with wantedhero.com, but come to lifeoffiction.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Signing up is free. I do have subscribers and supporters, but signing up is free and you will be able to have these podcasts and all the articles that are public sent right to your inbox. It's so simple. And I would actually, for the first time, 
I'm going to recommend, even if it's not my Substack that you follow, to consider downloading the Substack app on your phone. Whether you have an iPhone or an Android, doesn't matter. Their app is so freaking smooth. It is gorgeous. And you can listen to podcasts through it. You can listen to the voiceovers. You can read. You can interact. You can... It is the most beautiful app I've ever seen since I've gotten online. It is beautiful. So I recommend you do that. And of course, I'm going to say, make sure that you follow lifeoffiction.com. Remember, you are more than you think you are. We'll see you next time.